What are you wearing? Yeah, tell me about your shirt. <laughs> it's a shirt. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's a thing that you put on over your top, Mike. Please Does it describe. have a picture of Goku on it? Yeah. No, which is regrettable. Does it have Vegeta on it? No, which is what regrettable. What about Piccolo? Oh, they all oh, good question. <laughs> you have to answer it. Jim, come on. Jim. <laughs> Jim, if you have Piccolo on your shirt, you have to you tell have to us. tell us. That's it's the law. This is the law. Yeah, I choose not to indemnify myself. Book 'em, boys. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you? Are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna nah. Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis for the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Bash the Fash, Beautify Bluffington. And Jim. The real monster was the concept of recycling. Today, we cover episode 34, part two of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. In episode 34, part two's title is Doug's monster movie. The monster is big government. This is only half of a joke. <laughs> yeah, the other half of the joke is the thing I said. You guys are giving away all the spoilers immediately. Oh, yeah. Just, Why don't what, we just cut episode, the episode right now? <laughs> this episode, and this, this, show, this show extremely benefits from tension. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one is like, you, this is one of the ones where you do have to spoil it out the gate because it's important to understand that the seeming tension it's building towards. Nope, never mind. We're going to do an abrupt 90 degree turn halfway through this and turn it into a completely different non-moral yeah, I mean, it's called Doug's Monster Movie, and that is, I think they very much do a thing in this one where, like, Doug is not the central character. We just see it through Doug's oblivious-ass eyes, right? And that's, it helps it. Yeah, the, we've seen this done before all right in the case of the ballet episode, where, okay, this is by and large a conflict being had by somebody else. Doug resolves his own personal tension by, like, minute five. But... This one is weird because they kind of keep going with the Doug central focus, despite right. the fact that it's not really about him. Right. This is the 34th episode of this this television show, and this is the first one that's sort of about Doug's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the first one that we learn anything about her. Remember when the show was going to be called The Funnies? Oh, no. <laughs> it was. Well, it was. That's probably why they turned down the name, because they were like, mm. It's only about Doug. Yeah. We had the episode for Doug's dad in the case of the Funny Five, Doug the Funny Five. This one is, it's much less about Doug's mom than the Funny Five was about Doug's dad, partially because I think the power dynamic is different. Yeah. Doug definitely. has to exist in constant subjugation to his father and cannot even consider opposing him. Whereas his mom, there's at least some tension there. Right. This one is about Doug wanting to, like, disobey and be embarrassed of his mom. Whereas in the other one, it's like, in the ones with the funny five, it's like, oh, man, what if I hope my dad doesn't get mad at me. Papa? Right? Please like <laughs> me, Papa. <laughs> I'll get I the know. Nobel Prize in throwing a baseball, Papa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right. So let's get into this one. Uh, so this begins, it does begin under the pretense of Doug's monster movie, sort of. Because it begins with him and Skeeter. They're using a camera. They're, they say they're using dad's video camera. Uh, Awful in order phrase. To- Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking this whole time. I was like, "Man, this this video camera probably they're probably taping over some of Phil's other videos, whatever they may be." Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so Doug is filming uh, some tiny buildings that they've set up in the grass. They're trying to make like a, a big set out of small pieces, uh, and and. And they're they're filming. It's like a a like a town, like a small town, but also the Empire State Building is there. Uh, and Skeeter is just like pouring dirt and then bellows, and then you like bellowsing the dirt into Doug's face this whole time. <laughs> Whatever. Very good special effects. What's the? Uh, I'm totally blanking on uh, the type of movie that features like Godzilla and Mothra. It's kaiju. Kaiju. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Kaiju. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what they're doing here. Okay, so maybe it looked kind of lame, but it might be scary to somebody. But they say the one thing they haven't figured out yet for their monster movie, what should the monster be? Hmm. (laughs) What you think would be your first thing that you want to figure out, but before you start filming, but whatever, they're 11. It's fine. What's the odds that a monster is going to be an important part of the movie? Right. Well, they, they, the monster stomps up because of Doug's mom. And Doug's mom says that he's got to help with the recycling. In a minute, Mom. We need something that could wreak unmentionable havoc on all of Bluffington. Douglas! Something big and scary. Ah! Douglas, here's something funny. When I tell you to come, I don't mean In and of itself, this whole intro sequence is... Like, again, like, we saw at the start of this, like, okay, good, that's an episode in full, we're done. Just because, man, if only we could come up with a monster movie, and then suddenly Mom stomps up and stomps on the little setting, because, damn it, you gotta come over here. Okay, good, you have a established tension, a bit of a gag, good, end the episode, we're done. Mothers are the monsters. And yes. yes. It's a dumb uh. moral, but it's a fairly common one in children's entertainment. You need a you need a monster for your movie. How about my wife? <laughs> my wife <laughs> says Phil. Nice, Phil <laughs> off to the side. Is that like a like a, he's trying to do open mic for the first time, and he's just like, my son needed a monster for his movie, and he used my wife, fellas. And then the crowd just goes ape shit. <laughs> just yeah. absolutely it's nineties stand up. Yeah, it is nineties stand up. What's the deal with my wife? (laughs) She's great and I like her. Boo! (laughs) I would do a Sam Kinison impression here, but I don't want to blow out your guys' ears. Thanks, thanks, I don't think you know that many slurs. (laughs) You want to bet? Anyway. No, nope, nope. (laughs) This bit is done. (laughs) So, um, insert one Bitcoin. So, uh, we find out that mom, my wife, we, we, yes, that we find out that Phil's wife is, uh, (laughs) she, she is part-time manager at Deja Vu Recycling Center. And it's like, all she ever thinks about is being a manager at the Deja Vu Recycling Center. Well, we know what her job is now. 
Yeah, finally. Because, like, do you remember, like, in the, 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 the grandma episode when Grandma Opal came over? Mom's excuse was that she had to work. That was why she couldn't, like, hang out with her. But that's, no one knew what she did. <laughs> I mean, they kept it amorphous, sort of like how Dink's a rider, I guess. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. The thing that should have been amorphous but was explicitly spelled out. I yes. mean, how many people do you need working at a recycling center? Uh, I mean, it depends. It depends if this, like, processes the recycling or if it's, like, yeah. more or less a drop-off Or if it's center. just, like, sending it to somewhere. Right. It's the 90s, so. so I'll guarantee you there's not a lot of automation in there yet. Right. So she probably... Yeah, because she manually is sorting everything, so probably a lot. Yeah, this is also the era where recycling was thought to be the ultimate act of environmentalism. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is what you could do, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait, there's one other thing you could do. It was stop using CFCs, which we did. Like, it was a problem <laughs> yeah. that we solved. We used to be able to solve problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the 90s were the last time we had a problem, and then, the, like, the state could provide any sort of solution. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now we For reasons the... totally unrelated to where we're going to go later in oh. this very fucking episode. Yes, yes, exactly. This episode is a catalog of the conservative answer to should yes. we do anything to try to fix the environment. It's fucking Holy amazing. Shit. You're yes. right. It totally is. Anyway, so, yeah, we need, oh, my God, we need to get there. Uh, so Let's get this stupid monster movie plot out of the way as quickly as possible. <laughs> well, it pretty much already is. This is basically the intro to the title card was basically the only thing that had to do with it. So, uh, they, by basically Doug is told that he has to help sort the recycling, which is just on the lawn. <laughs> like, it's just a pile of trash on the lawn. <laughs> most of the stuff, most of the stuff in here is unrecyclable garbage anyway, right? Yeah, like a bust of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> and a fishing pole. Like, these are the things where if you take it to the recycling center, it makes it actively worse, right? <laughs> yes. And they have to throw out the whole thing. Uh, so... Like, they're doing this, and Skeeter is like, hey, we could use this bust of Shakespeare as our monster for the movie. And Doug imagines Shakespeare wrecking Tokyo. And this pissed me off a lot, because <laughs> what Shakespeare does is he, like, kicks a subway and then says, alas. Like, just do a shitty Shakespeare thing. Like, to smash or not to smash. Oh, I mean, that would probably piss me it. off, too, but it wouldn't piss me off as much as alas. The entire <laughs> catalog of Shakespeare and you could you did alas. <laughs> this, this bit confuses me because it goes nowhere. It's just kind of <laughs> there. I also so I really like based on just like, OK, the the using of Shakespeare for this. So we cut. So the way we end the fantasy is that Doug says, nah, Shakespeare would never do that. Now, was Shakespeare big into like, I don't know much about like actual Shakespearean history because I'm a dumbass. But what was he big into like uh, English imperialism? Oh, hugely. OK, Shakespeare so he invented the kaiju uh, form of movie. This, Wait. unfortunately, is not true, but Shakespeare was... <laughs> I was about to believe you. God damn it, Jim. God, I almost had you know him. I'm, you know I'm so gullible. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely almost had him, but don't worry, we'll have more kaiju shit later. But most of Shakespeare's stuff, because, like, Shakespeare's patrons were the king and later queen of England, uh -huh. and so all of his plays are about, wow, that shit that your parents did, it was so fucking cool. Like... <laughs> 
Good job on just kicking the asses of the French. Hell yeah. Do more of that. We're the best. So Shakespeare would definitely have been into wrecking Tokyo. <laughs> oh, completely. <laughs> The fact that there's Fair this enough. whole weird subtext in kaiju movies that, like, it, all of Godzilla has always been just weird, defrayed, A-bomb confusion. Like, yeah. hi, there's this monster that is destroying the shit out of our city that was awakened by some unholy attack on us. How do we handle this because we fear it will continue to destroy us? The metaphor is barely there half the time. Yeah, yeah it's also kind of a metaphor for America. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and not least because later on, oh no, this horrible monster that spent most of its first time destroying us, we now have to trust it to save us from the even worse monsters, like not having a right-wing government. Yeah, I mean, and then, like, Japan can't have a military because of America, so it's even more destructive in, in Japan because they can't really muster a defense against it. But yep. then they made cute Godzilla, whose name was Godzuki. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know that. Godzuki, yeah, of course, in this metaphor, is Mickey Mouse, who is our Lord Patron and Savior. Please don't bring out the goofy shaped bat. We'll yeah, God, Godzuki was nice and friendly, though. Nice, friendly, and in a second, and had the ability to communicate with Godzilla on behalf of his human interlocutors so that Godzilla could destroy anything that annoyed him. Yes. Well, I think we've solved this metaphor, boys. Let's pack it up. <laughs> As a reminder, Great Doug work. is wholly owned by Godzuki. Indeed. The Godzuki Corporation. Yes. yes. <laughs> anyway, so Doug is like, okay, well, Shakespeare would never do this, but I've got an idea for our monster movie now as he pulls out a fishing pole. Uh, this, I guess, made him think... Hey, why don't we dress Porkchop up in shark fins and put him on a fishing pole? How did you get from there to here? <laughs> Incomprehensible. Exactly. What about Shakespeare made you think of this? I think it was that he pulled out a fishing pole, and then he was like, hey, what if we put something on a fishing pole? Then why have the Shakespeare bust? Because it was hilarious. <laughs> they had to do the alas joke. Right, yeah, they had to do famous Shakespeare line alas. Uh, anyway so so pork chop does not look into this at all either he's just like man fuck this i don't want to be hanging from a fishing pole i weigh like 50 pounds (laughs) (laughs) well again doug's mom stomps up and says that that right now they have to help again they have to take things to deja vu they have to drop off some stuff do my work for me, children. Reminder, <laughs> yeah. one of these things is a very heavy bust of William Shakespeare that they're just going to be putting in, I don't know, their saddlebags? Yeah, like, there's so much stuff out there. Every one of those boxes is bigger than their bikes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this makes Doug imagine the premiere for the movie. Uh, and he shows that in the everyone is in the audience, and it's uh, it's everyone's dressed up all fancy like. Uh, Doug's whole family is there as well as Patty. I do like that Patty is sitting next to Skeeter and not Doug <laughs> in oh, the yeah. audience. Fucking owned. Uh, and they they're premiering Shark Dog Four, uh, which shows like an actual shark dog. It's not pork chop in uh, fins anymore. And then in the movie. Mom comes up and pets the dog, or the shark dog, and says it's cute. 
and asks about bottle recycling. <laughs> and everyone in the theater laughs. Including Doug's mom sitting right yes. by him. She's yeah, like, no. oh, I owned your fucking awful movie, my <laughs> yes. dumbass son. Their entire funny family is seated behind him, and they're just <laughs> laughing it like owns. crazy. They're loving this shit. And, and okay, so this is also Shark Dog 4. This is the fourth one they've made of these. Maybe they were just brought on on to a franchise for cheaper than they established. It's a Star Wars thing. They started with episode four. (laughs) Maybe. But Doug says to Skeeter, he's like, why didn't you edit her out? And Skeeter's like, oh, she's in every shot. But they did edit out the fishing pole. Which isn't (laughs) true, because the beginning of the movie starts with just Shark Dog by himself. So it's like, it's such a stupid little error, but it bugged me so much. Yeah. She's demonstrably not in every shot. (laughs) I digitally added her to every shot. I'm not (laughs) sure why. I also like it's like, well, and the movie, it's only a a, a 20 second long movie. That's it. (laughs) Why did we keep filming? Oh, God. And also, we digitally modified Porkchop, even though he was in every shot. Whatever. Whatever. Fine. It's it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Well, so we cut out of this fantasy, too. Doug has taped the the camera to his helmet, uh, like, just like with masking tape. Doug has invented the GoPro. Basically, again, another thing that this show has invented. (laughs) So much. Uh, so basically he has secured dad's camera to his helmet uh, and been told that they have to take some stuff to deja vu recycling he's not carrying anything as they do this why wouldn't they use the motor vehicle (laughs) why are they having their child on a bike (laughs) two children on bikes one of which is just one of your kids friends and neither of which is carrying anything (laughs) they don't have anything to take to the recycling center this is gonna be my comic book guy episode where i just get mad at all the littlest dumbest things but it just piles up (laughs) oh yeah this is the episode we'll do that in yes this is going to be the, the last one. <laughs> the only episode we've ever gotten mad at small details about. Yes, yes. that's right. <laughs> of course. Well, they're driving there, uh, riding there, excuse me, and they run over some trash in the road, and it blocks Doug's face and the camera. And then they run into a bean can. Not a bean can. It's a bean can. <laughs> It's, a, it's clearly a fucking bucket of paint, but they keep calling yes. it a bean can. It is a Why? It is a There's even a painter there. Yes, yes. there's a painter. He is painting a sign. The sign is a bare white vote for me thing. <sighs> a paint can. <laughs> they run into the paint can. And also the painter is wearing a hat that says y'all on it. <laughs> that is all it says. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, and so they slam into this paint can of beans. <laughs> Which rolls into the ladder. And smashes into the ladder. And makes the painter fall off of... This is like a... This is, he's up like two or three stories, right? He's like super high up on this ladder. And smashes into it. And the painter falls off. Just barely hangs onto a traffic light. 
and then the traffic light is covered in paint and causes a fucking four-way intersection pileup in the middle of a street, right? And then Skeeter's like, did you get this disaster we caused on tape? (laughs) Wow, what a disaster. Did you get it on tape? Got it. And Doug, ever the sociopath, is amped that it's going to be great footage for the monster movie. Yeah, there's ever there's like a guy hanging for his life. They've ruined <laughs> government property. There's cars piling up, honking. He's like, "Oh boy, my monster movie." <laughs> yeah. He's like, and they don't try to help the guy or call for help or anything. They're yeah, just, just like, "Oh boy." Right off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just instant realization that, nope, none of this actually impacts me except for insofar as it affects my art. Yeah, it makes my movie better. I'll use his (laughs) suffering for real. Maybe we can shoot this guy. (laughs) Hey, do you think that guy would be willing to get bit by Porkchop for the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Go on, boy, get him. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, so, yeah, they're just fucking total sociopaths here. Uh, And so they started, they go back to Doug's place from this. And they're like, hey, let's watch that sick footage of the guy almost dying. Uh, And they watch it and, oh, no, the trash blocked the the video camera. So they only have the audio. Uh, and they're just like, oh, no, well, I guess we could just use the audio in the movie. Even as a child, I remember distinctly thinking this as a child. I was just like, how do they have the capability to edit a VHS? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are they going to, like, cut it up? I think they don't have any computers or I don't know. There's equipment you can use to do that, but it's a real pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, even as a child, I knew how VHSs work. I'm just like, <laughs> how would they do that? Yeah. Uh, well, Doug knows how to, because he's a master artist. Using tools found <laughs> off screen somewhere. Yeah. They went to the AV club, I guess. Right. They beat up Larry and said, Larry. <laughs> Larry, make my movie. <laughs> Why is it Larry in this episode? It's Why? A, I would, that would make sense. It's an episode about making a movie, sort well, of. it's not an episode about making a movie. It's an episode That's where making true. the movie is a very poor lead-in to what's about to happen. True. Well, so Theta comes in, Doug's mom, uh, and she's like, hey... What was all that racket? <laughs> and Skeeter explains to her that it was an awesome accident that happened in the middle we of caused. town. That we caused. That we caused, but was also tangentially caused by trash. And Theta cuts him off. She's like, no, hey, whoa. It was made by trash? Give me that movie. And she rips it out of his hand. <laughs> and says that she's got to show it. To the whole town council tonight at the meeting without listening to any more of the story. Or asking Doug, hey, which part of this do I need to show? Nope. And there's nothing to show either because as we saw, as we just (laughs) set up, the camera got covered by a piece of trash. There's Uh nothing to show. You have sound effects. Yep. We set this up in the episode. Well, she yanks it out of his hand and fucking sprints out the door to go to the city council meeting. In fairness, this is in character for a member of Doug's family to be so fucking self-absorbed that they can't bother to even give the slightest bit of checking on something. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, this is true. Absolutely. I also like, like we were talking about like, oh man, what else is on this videotape? Like, should they didn't rewind from here, so Theta would have just gone and gone and put it up, and it would have been like Phil's video of him doing impressions or something. <laughs> it's like Phil's open mic stand up about how he doesn't one like his wife for a documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, so. Doug is Doug goes into a fantasy. He's like, "Oh man, she's gonna show him that movie, and it's gonna be so bad." The quote is, "She couldn't think about anything but trash," which is exactly why she's gonna show your movie, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes, Boom! <laughs> got him finally. <laughs> uh, he goes into a fantasy where they're watching the movie with some movie critics. Uh, and it's kind of like an artsy thing where it just like cuts between different shots of unassociated uh, things that Doug was taping. The movie critics uh, are Cyril and Egret. Do you get it? No. I don't. No. I don't. I don't get it. Both, of these, both of these guys are dead now. I don't they? remember the thing. <laughs> it's a thing. If you recalled it at the time, you would know what it was. Now, well, many years later, it is, hey, remember the thing? Is that the guy who said video games aren't art? Yes. That's yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's also the one who, at the best part about that guy in particular is, like, he was a pretty solid movie critic, but he also had just his private setup of, like, a list of very good movies that he enjoyed. If a movie was really schlocky horror with boobs in it, he was just all over that shit. He couldn't get Same. enough. So, like, there's this <laughs> whole thing of... Yeah, if Ebert's reviewing a, uh, like, bad horror flick, just take a star and a half away because you show him a titty or a blood, and he is all over that shit. That's probably why Doug wanted to make a monster movie. Hell <laughs> yeah. Ebert. <laughs> right. Gonna see Skeeter's mo- boobs. He wanted to make a monster movie with his mom in it. Oh, God. And then the Ebert knockoff here, I'm not going to say it's offensive, but his accent's a little much. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Shots of some kid, a dog and a cardboard fin, a piece of paper. What, what does it all mean? It doesn't add up. It was supposed to be a monster movie, but I never got to finish. Doug, please. It's about trash, Mr. Egret. I'm Cyril. Then what's all this business with the shock dog? Doug is trying to explain that it's a monster movie, but his mom just like cuts him off and been like, no, it's trash. It's about trash. <laughs> and then, they, then they say it's a real stinker. <laughs> One thumbs down. Fam- the famous way that they express their opinions, with, which is with a single thumb. Yes. yes. Well, at least damn. it wasn't two thumbs down. It was only one. That means it was a little good. There were some redeeming qualities. Um, but they both said it stunk. Well, there were some redeeming two qualities. <laughs> Maybe it was a little scary. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, so we cut to the town hall meeting, the town of the city council, and the mayor is currently reciting a poem <laughs> made out of the letters of the word mayor. It's a good poem. About how the, the height of civic duty. <laughs> about how they should vote for him while people watch. It stands for other people who will also be voting for me. And finally, what does the R in mayor stand for? It stands for, are you going to vote for me? And in, in this audience, Boomer is in the audience. 
<laughs> Boomer the child. Is that not, a city not council Not his meeting? son, Willie. No. <laughs> Boomer is there. Uh, so, Mom, he's like, hey, okay, the meeting's adjourned. Does anyone have any questions? Uh, and Mom is like, hey, I, I've got something. There's, there's a real problem with trash in the street. And the mayor interrupts her and says, no, nah, hey, there's trash is not a problem. I'm going on record. Okay, meeting adjourned, right? <laughs> Which is how government works. Yeah, <laughs> you just say it's not a problem. And then this next part is really fucked up to me, right? I think this is like this is I think this is one of the most fucked up parts of the episode to me. Because Theta comes up, she's like, no, actually, I've got evidence. She says, hey, I've got this video that my son made that shows evidence of trash causing a major problem in the city, right? And she's walking it up. And then the painter is also in this, in this, in the audience, right? And he is a man and he stands up, interrupts her and says, hey, no, wait, I saw it happen. And then now the mayor is listening, (laughs) Because, because, so Theta, Theta, she, we don't know yet that like this, that this video didn't actually, she doesn't know that the video didn't have like actual footage on it, but she is about to present evidence that the trash is a problem. And then, but when a, and and when the mayor, like, and the mayor didn't trust her word, but when she's a, a a man stands up and says, wait, Wait I saw it happen. Therefore it definitely happened. And the mayor listens. (laughs) We have to listen to this crank. (laughs) We have to listen to the man and not the woman. Like, that's just like what this is doing. Right. Yep. I happen to have a videotape my son made, which will show all of you how grave the problem is. Please, please, please don't let her show it. My son ran over some trash on his bike and dropped... Wait a minute, I saw it happen. The mayor is finally like, okay, yeah, it's definitely a problem now. Uh, Just after this guy's testimony and says, okay, we're going to make the Beautify Bluffington campaign. I first thought he said Unify Bluffington. I was like, oh, what? (laughs) Finally, the time has come. We are going to declare war on, I don't fucking know, Misery Street. (laughs) Liver City or Bloatsburg. Yes. Unify Greater Bluffington. The great enemy, Pee Wee. Yes. <laughs> oh. Well, appropriately enough, uh, after that statement, uh, we see that the mayor is now driving around in a, uh, a garbage pickup mach- tr- uh, truck that is kind of shaped like a tank with a grabber arm on the top. Inspector Gadget-ass car. I wish to stress this. <laughs> Yes, and then he is yelling through a loudspeaker. Stash our trash, beautify Bluffington. That's right, stash our trash, beautify Bluffington. Anyway, I have like 300 variations on this, so I'll just be peppering them in as we go along. <laughs> Sweet. But Smash what, my this ass. is the thing. Yes, damn it, you took one of them. <laughs> His greatest bit. Scratch my rash, beautiful Buffington. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so this is one. This is the thing. This was one of the references. I guess no one else caught it. 
Uh, this is a fucking Michael Dukakis reference. Oh, Him shit, you're right. Him dressed up as a general in a tank. This is a five-year-old politics reference at this point, and they put it in here for some reason. <laughs> because they need to stress that Mayor White is a agent of big government and incompetent and inherently funny, and therefore yes. he must be a Democrat. Correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, you know about the tank thing with Michael Dukakis, right, Mike? Uh, please explain it again. So... <laughs> Michael Dukakis, 1988 presidential against H.W. Uh, Bush. Uh, what ruined his campaign is he did a uh, like an ad or something or like a pre- like a photo op or something where he rode around in a tank with a general's helmet on. <laughs> oh wow! And he just looks incredibly doofy. Okay, and this so this the, is, and this is that. Yeah, yes, yeah. This is absolutely that. And I don't know why it's a five year old reference at this point. No one would, no one would get it. Only it's only for me. It's literally only for me in <laughs> my brain. And for the other people who are very conservative and want to remember back in the good old days when the world made sense and Republicans were still in charge of the government. Yeah, like Sam. It's it's (laughs) funny, too, because, like, this shouldn't have really ruined his reputation at all because he was in the army. Like, it's not not a stretch, but it just just totally, it totally... The thing is that he was wearing a tank helmet, and those things looked doofy as hell, and he was not a good-looking person to start with, so he just looked so goddamn silly. Was it just that, yeah, so that was it? It wasn't yeah. about, like, disrespect or anything? It was just that nope. he looked dumb? Yeah, yeah he, looked, he looked dumb. That was it. That used yeah, to be his campaign. Yeah, that used to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. this is 1988, so incidentally, this is the year that Joe Biden had to drop out of the primary because he was caught plagiarizing shit. <laughs> Completely unlike this year when Joe Biden announced that, oh yeah, I definitely marched with Nelson Mandela. What? <laughs> what Plus are you his talking brain, about? His, his brain exploded. That also happened. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's that's what the mayor is doing here. Is he's riding around in like he's wearing like a general, like a military general outfit. He's where he's got like four stars on his uh, shoulders, right? Count your cash, beautify Bluffington. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He also has he has the two town goons there that are like supporting him, right? They're like riding on the back of the. Uh, the truck sergeant trash <laughs> sergeant trash and corporal trash <laughs> <laughs> oh man well so the grabber on the top it picks up a random piece of paper that was just like on Doug's lawn <laughs> and then puts a bunch of signs on specifically Doug's lawn for the campaign uh for <laughs> you the wanted this didn't you you little shit <laughs> yes and only on Doug's lawn <laughs> <laughs> no one else's line. <laughs> and then they speed off as smoke pours out the back of the truck. Hmm. So seems like this is causing more problems. Oh wow. And that's what they start that's what Doug's mom says. So so is this like the military recycling complex? Like what they're saying is this is this saying that the government is bad? The military this is, big is bad. Government getting in on where private enterprise should take care of the yeah, issue. Government is trying to solve the problem, and so of course, if government under one of those icky Democrats tries to do a thing, they're just going to make the problem worse and make everybody feel uncomfortable, and they're going to be making it all about them. Unlike free enterprise, which has all the power of volunteering and making individual people's caring the only thing that can change the world. Incidentally, uh, we've run the math on this one. 
you may recall there was this whole thing over the past year where there was like a pandemic or some shit. I'm not entirely oh. clear on the details. And most individual people cut their carbon emissions tremendously. A lot of people driving to work and going out to restaurants and shit, that just fucking evaporated. Everybody cut their carbon footprint immensely in the past year. It hasn't done shit. The number one polluters are and remain gigantic business-level actors who are utterly apathetic to any kind of individual action. The only thing that can affect them is regulation. Uh And the military. (laughs) But that makes it look bad and ugly, and that makes them unhappy. And so it's much easier to just say that, look, individual people, you solve this. Yes, every individual second, Amazon is spending more on packaging plastic than you will in the course of your entire life. But, eh. Uh (laughs) Wear your sash, beautify Bluffington. Oh my god. (laughs) So also, like, on that that end, uh, Jim, I was also thinking that, like, in today's world, this wouldn't be sold as a recycling campaign. This would be sold as a jobs campaign, right? Like, we needed to create jobs to build this tank. Yes. To go pick up the trash. <laughs> That's all this would be. That's the only difference. Yeah, it would be a, probably a global warming thing instead of a recycling, and then they would have, like, electric cars that end up doing twice the pollution or something <laughs> like that. Oh, my God. We can fix the world. Don't be so down on everything. Hire <laughs> me, Disney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, anyway, Theta says... was not my idea. I think I created a monster. And that gives Doug a big idea. Oh my god, a monster from a monster movie? My name's Ash, Beautify Bluffington. (laughs) What? Wait, what? My name's Ash, Beautify Bluffington. Yeah, what does that mean? Diglett learned slash Beautify Bluffington. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, you set him up and knocked him down. <laughs> We've all learned a valuable lesson here today, kids. And that lesson again Pokemon. is never trust Sam. Don't let me speak. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, uh, so they're like, hey, yeah, let's just, this is just a good monster for the monster movie. We don't care about anything else, right? And they start filming the tank, just like, it's just driving through the forest, right? And they're screaming, smash our trash, just (laughs) driving through the forest to nobody. Um, And so, and they're putting up campaign signs all over the forest. And they're like, oh boy, what a great monster movie. This is also one of those weird things that... Like, I can't even blame this on conservative pathology. This is something that's been weirdly around since, like, the turn of a previous century, where it was considered weird, icky, and low-class for government to advertise that it was doing a good thing. What do you mean? Like, the idea that there is something inherently wrong and grotesque about uh, letting people know that you're on their side if you're in government. Really? Like, there's this whole... There was, like, there's a fucking lengthy discussion on this one, but the shortest possible (laughs) one is people talking about, like, in terms of recent history, Donald Trump made sure that when he sent, then the government sent out all of those uh, checks for, uh, like, keeping people inside during COVID, 
He made sure his name was real big on those checks. And by the way, that was very closely related to why he outperformed the polls in a lot of places, because if a bunch of people who have never seen the government do anything good for them saw, Aw, oh, shit, this guy got me a check. Is that strictly speaking true? No. But... <laughs> For the first time in their lives, they saw government take credit for the fact they'd done something good. Which, sure. for some weird fucking reason, ever since, like, a bit before Reagan, has just been verboten. You're not allowed to take credit for doing good things, because then people might start thinking, Oh, right. Government can help me. I should expect it to do that. <laughs> Wow. So Bob White is being established as an evil presence because he is responding to pressure, stupidly, but responding to it. And yeah. he is advertising the fact he is doing so. And to a good conservative Virginia boy like Jim Jenkins, no! That's not what government's for. Government's for creating civic defense jobs and literally nothing else <laughs> well they did do and that keeping because... the school segregated that is also what oh they're my for god. oh my god <laughs> well they did create a civic defense job because they built this tank yeah and I, rest assured it. mr bluff did not go uh, his palm did not go ungreased in creating that tank right exactly <sighs> Well, so they fil they're filming the tank all around the forest, uh, and then they're just like, hey, sick, awesome, we did it. And we go to the next city council meeting. Uh, Theta says, she's sitting there, it's the exact same crowd, uh, and she's sitting there and the she says, hey. eight people. Right, yeah. And she says, I want to talk about the campaign, about the Beautiful Eye Bluffington campaign. And Mayor is like, hey, yeah, the, and he points to the same chart that was up the last time he was up there. And he says, the arrow is going up so that on the chart, so it's good. That, this is a direct Reagan reference, too. Yeah, really? Yeah, because when he gave, I think it was the State of the Union or something, he gave, like, a, a, about the tax cuts or something. And then it's a, a graph that is potentially the worst graph that's ever been put to paper. <laughs> Because it just says their bill, and then the line goes up, and then our bill, and then the line goes down. But there's the axes are not labeled. Oh my! <laughs> On it's the y-axis, pure... it just has a dollar sign. Oh my god! Which is to say, like of course, joke. it is the perfect act of data science visualization. I'm in awe. Cuts out all the goo and dribble. Tells everybody what they need to know. Yeah. Which is, I'm smarter than you are. Shut up. That's like a joke. It's like a bit someone would do, but yeah. they're being serious. No, it's, I mean, it all, it all happened during the 80s, baby. Yeah, and like, so people ate it up and they were like, I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime somebody tells you Donald Trump was some weird, unprecedented thing, no, they're full of shit. Oh, yeah. Reagan did pretty much all of it. And the only things that Reagan didn't do, Bush Jr. did. Sick. <laughs> Remember, there was a time that uh, a series of Republican operatives broke into a state government to stop the counting of a vote to make sure that the right president got elected. The thing is that uh, under Bush, they won. Oh, Brooks Brothers Riot. Look it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. USA. A... USA. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug. Oh, shit. Well, so Theta, Theta says, I think your beautified Bluffington campaign is a big mess. <gasps> we don't need an expensive trash army. 
everyone should just pitch in and do their part. Which I think is speaking very much to your guys' uh, uh, talk about how individual action is what a lot of like corporations that don't want to stop doing stuff lean on. Right? It's the solution to all the problems is individual choices. Yeah, so that's <laughs> what you buy Tesla, we'll keep air shipping uncountable stuff via super heavy jets instead of using a train. <laughs> Good. Well, Doug interrupts the meeting and he's like, hey... Act, yeah, let me interrupt this woman again because she can't, she never she's got the vapors clearly, and I need to show uh, evidence from a man. And holds up. I see my sick movie. Yeah, he's like, hey, act, everyone, mom, shut up. We got to show my movie. Uh, and the mayor is like, hey, you made a movie of me in my big truck. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh boy. I'm a big boy in a big truck. Show that move. Show that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Thinking about those beans. Think about that delicious paint footage. Wait, shit, fuck. Got my last Oh shit, yeah, this fucking bean can. That bean uh, can. I've made sure that all the paintings of me saying vote for me were made out of beans. I don't yeah. know why. Well, Doug starts to show a video of papers all over the forest just getting in the way of a bunch of animals. And everyone is gasping in horror. The audience is now huge. Suddenly a bunch of people showed up and to watch. Complete side <laughs> note, paper is the single most recyclable thing on the face of the planet. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> like getting paper all over the place, while not ideal, is... One of the most easily solved problems known to man. You can ignore it, and inside of a couple of years, it will go away. Yeah, it was paper. The only things the mayor was using was paper and wood. He was using wood for the stakes. Like this. Decomposable. (laughs) This is all just the most green it is possible to litter. Uh huh. We also have an alien reference in in the fucking television. Yeah, show the chestburster <laughs> squirrel is just fucking bizarre. Yeah, there's yeah. a poster of Mayor White that's put on a tree, and then a squirrel bursts through the chests of, of of the of the photo, and then goes, suddenly Dah! the photo is making a sad face. <laughs> yeah. So I think this episode has the most pop culture references of all of Doug. Yeah, it, it has like this it. alien, has Siskel and Ebert, has a Dukakis, has a Reagan. Yeah, kaiju, yeah. Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the film one had slightly more references, just because they had that one series of background images of eighteen different movies, with the entire joke being, "Hey, remember this?" Yeah, sure. But- that, those this is definitely just, the one that gave the most screen time to pop. Yeah, those, that was a single yeah. instance, though. This had several different instances or scenes. Yeah, yeah. That, and those, these are all spoken jokes, as opposed to you had to pause the video <laughs> to see. <laughs> you had to be us with our brain problem to watch. <laughs> yeah. <it. Yes. laughs> oh man! So there's an asterisk on the movie episode. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, yeah, and, and one of the other, like, things in here that they're showing, they're showing the posters, maybe the posters are sticky or something because they're, like, stuck to the feet of a duck. Uh, and then later, there's a shot in the movie of, like, the mayor, like, throwing the papers over the city, and then now they're stuck to the feet of a man. And I think that's the part that the crowd gasps at, is when they're stuck to the feet of the man. 
Yes. <laughs> they don't care about the animals. It's like, oh my god, his shoes got sticky. Oh no. <laughs> we need to impeach the mayor. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they they and then it ends with just like Doug putting up a piece of paper. This is the end, which I thought was excellent. <laughs> uh, oh, it's the uh, end. <laughs> yeah. Masterpiece. <laughs> uh and Doug and Skeeter, again, they're just so oblivious to that, like, they they made some sort of social movement because they just, like, high-five and go, oh, we made a scary monster movie. <laughs> Everyone sure was scared. <laughs> <laughs> and now everyone is just fucking pissed. Like, the crowd is starting to just pop off and riot. That, oh, my God, wait. They're actually like I like thinking that the guy in the shot of the man with the the paper stuck to his feet didn't realize it was a problem until he saw the movie. <laughs> like he's in the audience and he's like, "Oh shit, that's why that's been like that." Right. <laughs> I thought that was just part of my normal walk. <laughs> he's like, "I thought the mayor was just being cool, but no, he's not being cool." I oh. was gonna vote for him, but then I saw his great movie. I was, yeah, I just, I just pay attention to the last thing someone said to me. <laughs> I mean, Donald J. Average. Trump syndrome. Yeah, hmm. that tracks with the, the real world. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, the mayor, he, he stands up. Or no, this is Doug saying this. Wait a minute. It's not the mayor. No. Doug is saying, It's not all the mayor's fault. He doesn't know anything about trash. We need someone who knows about recycling. Like my mom. So is this, this is the thing of saying that, because Theto works at a business, right? Theto mm-hmm. doesn't work for the, the town. She works specifically for Deja Vu Recycling. Mm-hmm. So we need a private investor to fix government problems. Right. Government right? can't know anything because all they know is government. Yeah, all they know is saying po- <laughs> all they know is saying poems made out of the word mayor <laughs> and doing photo ops. Oh man! Well, the mayor is like, "You got it. You're right, Theta. You can have the job, even though you didn't ask for it." <laughs> well, uh, well, I was just about to think of that myself. Congratulations, the job is yours. <laughs> Maybe he's just, like, throwing a bunch of government funding at Deja Vu. That, or maybe... That's going to be a contract situation. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. So, wait, watch, like... Because Theta's only a part-time manager at Deja Vu. Who owns Deja Vu? Is uh, the Bluffs? It's got to be the Bluffs. the Bluffs. It's got to be the Bluffs. So this is, again, just the town giving the Bluffs more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the purpose of government. <laughs> it's to give rich people the money. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, given that the Bluffs were already manufacturing the Smash Our Trash tank, probably, and now they they also own Deja Vu, the mayor's just like, oh, yeah, we'll just give the money to their other subsidiary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. And then it all worked out. And then it all worked was, out. Nothing was wrong ever again in the end. <laughs> Huge gains for the Deja Vu Center. <laughs> Mom says that she loved the movie and kisses Doug in front of everybody. And he's like, oh, geez, Mom. And then we cut out of this. So I think the weirdest scene in this episode. Uh, Doug is filming himself 
uh, on a camera. And at first it's on his face. And he says, a little lower. And then it goes to his legs. And then he says, a little higher. (laughs) So he just Mm. wants the camera focused on his crotch. Yes. (laughs) Right? That's right. That's what's. You don't need to riff out this one. We got it. (laughs) We got (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) The bit ends here. (laughs) Oh. Well, Doug is about to tell us. He's saying he's saying it's time for my video journal. It's outside the Deja Vu Center. And you can see Theta and the mayor in the background doing the T-pose to display dominance. (laughs) (laughs) I think they just didn't expect idiots like us to look at the background. Right. It's like, this episode's almost done. All right, just fucking draw them however you want, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Doug says he's about to tell us what his next movie is. And it's his video journal. And then Porkchop boops the lens, which makes the tape rewind. This is Doug Funny's video journal. Well, the monster's been defeated, and now my mom's raising the whole town's trash consciousness. For my next movie, I think I'll... Porkchop. Good gag. Good. Just absolutely they'd forgotten any way to end this. It's like, uh... Videos have rewind buttons. Yeah, it sounds Sick. funny. It sounds funny when people talk backwards. <laughs> yeah, we desperately <laughs> needed another like thirty seconds out of this whole thing. Oh man, I should have seen. I should have played this audio backwards to see if they did the same thing or if they put a hidden message in there. Oh shit! They're just like I'll they're do just that for like, next episode. This is gonna be homework. Oh good, Remind you definitely me. remember we know to do what it. You've done, Mister Deep. <laughs> Right, he's going in. He's going in reverse, to saying like the Deja Vu Center is actually a front for drug running. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make a podcast called the Funny Papers. Right, or no, he's actually predicting. He's like, I know that in thirty years, the Funny Papers is going to be a sick podcast about this. Mister Bluff <laughs> and Jeffrey Epstein are inter- intertwined. <laughs> it's the same guy. He did the voice for Mister Bluff. <laughs> Oh shit. I just listen to it, my nose starts bleeding, and then you listen to it, and it's just like, this is just Doug talking normally, Sam. Right. You're just like, you're, like you, you're about to come on the next episode. You're like, guys, I definitely did this and listened to it, and it was, it's going to blow you away when we talk about it on the track. And then we get on, and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, hello, I am Sam. And we're like, Regular all right, I see no difference here. Sam. <laughs> oh, man. And then, okay, so that's the end of the episode. Did you guys listen to the credits music? Yeah, it wasn't related to either of the episodes in this episode. It's just, what the fuck was that? It rules so much, because it's just out of key, someone going, eh, 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 eh. and I like the to think podcast. That- Uh, 
I mean, that's more or less the sound that we make after watching every episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's just us at the end of every funny papers. We're just honking. <laughs> just out of key going. <laughs> <laughs> every episode of the show reduces us to that. Just dissonant honks. Right. <laughs> Not and occasionally Johnny Morak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, that's the episode, guys. I mean, we've already gone over the moral. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know what they wanted the moral to be. Yeah, hit me one more time with what the moral is, because it's kind of a mess. I think it's that private enterprise should uh, work with the government to produce the best solutions. Yeah. yeah. Like, then- not even work with the government. Just private enterprise should supersede the government. Government shouldn't try because government can only do harm. Yeah. Private enterprise, enterprise superseding government and that individual action is the only thing that can solve. But what do you think problems? they were aiming for? Because I don't think they were aiming for that explicitly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I at think... no point does Doug try to talk to his mom and tell her, like, how important the movie is. Like, yeah. They don't, uh, there's no attempt. He just says, oh, I couldn't do it. A good moral <laughs> might be that a piece of art evolves as you're trying to make it, and what you intended to be one thing may turn out to, in fact, be another, and that's fine, just roll with it. But, um... There's no fucking way that's what they intended, though. Yeah, like, that's... <laughs> if I had my full control over this, which, of course, I did because I was one of the screenwriters... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have made that be the, uh, attempted, uh, moral. The problem is that then somebody else on the writing staff got distracted to write about how this stupid fucking Dukakis and his stupid fucking <laughs> breed programs and only the free market can save us, you fucking communists, and etc., that was yeah. me. I did that. Of course. You also had the brilliant idea for Smash Our Trash. <laughs> of course. <laughs> maybe, Bash my ass. Maybe, yeah, I, I wrote the part about Shark Dog 4. <laughs> Shark Dog 4 is the most critical part of it. <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe the moral that they intended was, hey, recycling's pretty cool. <laughs> like, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That might have actually been it of like, hey, they might have actually been trying for like, hey, we should all pitch in and do recycling in order to save the planet. But they were doing that like unironically. Yeah, like, it was the not, 90s. Like, with, Again, yeah. like I said, this is the height of recycle, recycling is the height of environmentalism. I, I think that's what they were going for. And they didn't realize at the time that like, oh, that's. Like, I mean, sure, recycling is important and it's a good idea, but it's not the number one thing you can do to help the environment, right? Right. I mean, that's got to be it, right? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't <laughs> fucking figure it out because I'm yeah. too far into my own brain and I'm just like, well, that's a, that's a Dukakis <laughs> reference. And then there's a Reagan <laughs> reference. This is, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> You just have fucking politics brain. God damn it, we didn't another show in a row that is political. But it was this I guess it was the same. It was both uh, episode thirty-four. Episode yeah. thirty-four in its entirety was the politics. protest episode and then the uh government trash intervention tra- yeah. the government trash episode. Ideally the next God. episode will not be and also ideally between this being recorded in the next time there won't be another thing that makes this retroactively the stupidly apropos episode 
Jim, you've seen, we've seen already how many times you can jinx a Blood Bowl game that we play, so don't try it. I'm abusing my powers responsibly. Oh, well, let's cut this here before Jim jinxes us anymore. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Jake Eric's The Flash, beautify Bluffington. (laughs) God damn it, Sam.